afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Ali Corman, Ed Carson, with a breakdown of the action in today's session, where we saw stocks down, but the three major indexes off lows for inside days ahead of a big earnings report. After the close, a lot of eyes, Ed, on NVIDIA. Yeah, I mean, that's what uh, I think a lot of investors were taking it easy, maybe taking some profits today. Uh, major indexes look pretty good, but I want to take a look at three stocks sort of out of that space, Booking Holdings, Carpenter Technology, and Miniso. Okay, well, we'll do that. But first, let's take a look at the major indexes. The NASDAQ today down about six-tenths of a percent. The S&P 500 and Dow both down at two-tenths of a percent today. The Russell 2000 taking a bit of a harder hit down 1.2%. It's been a little more volatile than the other indexes, Ed. But overall, an inside day here for the NASDAQ, not giving up too much ground and still holding above a pretty key level. That, of course, could all change come tomorrow uh, with NVIDIA's outsized or potentially outsized impact on the market action. But your thoughts on where we're at right now? Yeah, I mean, it, it was a pretty modest day, not too much going on. I mean, we had five straight up days for the NASDAQ. This is only the third down day for the NASDAQ and S&P, I believe, since we bottomed in late October. And, you know, two of those losses were pretty minor. Uh, we're in a power trend that kicked in after yesterday, which suggests you can be maybe a little bit more aggressive, you know, maybe going a little bit higher for things. Uh, you know, it wouldn't be surprising to see a pause. We keep on waiting for a real pause more than a day. Wouldn't be a surprise, but, uh, you know, things are looking pretty healthy, uh, certainly on the major indexes and when you look at leading stocks. So let's talk about bull case, bear case for NVIDIA earnings. So if we do get a positive reaction to the results, I mean, we're not too far away, Ed, from the highs this year for the NASDAQ. So maybe that could be in play on the upside. And then on the downside, you know, it, it seems like we want to protect that 14,000 level, which coincides with the lows of this tight area that we saw. How important do you think NVIDIA's results are going to be for, for the broad market with those different scenarios that could unfold? Yeah, I mean, I think it really is important because it's so, I mean, like if we get above those highs, that sort of feels like the last hurdle. I mean, yeah, there's the ultimate 2021 highs, but that's you know, this is sort of like the last real one. Look, in NVIDIA, it's not just NVIDIA. And that's a trillion dollar stock. That's enough. But when you think about some of the other chips like Broadcom, AMD, when you think about Microsoft, Meta, Google, and it's a lot of the growth names like Palantir. The whole a ecosystem. Yeah, there's several trillion dollars worth of market cap that could move multiple percentage points on this. So that... I mean, you know, maybe it'll end up being a nothing burger and we just sort of like go around. And just because we open one way or the other, the last time NVIDIA had earnings, yep. big, strong open and then fizzled to sort of nothing. And that sort of then it was sort of a short term high for a few months. That was, you know, so that was uh, um, so there's a lot of things that could happen, but it is a lot of things could move off of this earnings report. Right. And uh, overnight action, not always indicative of, of how we're going to open and how we're going to open, as you said, not <laughs> always going to be representative of how we close. So we'll uh, keep our eyes peeled for how that unfolds tomorrow. And uh, for the early reaction to the results tonight, make sure you're keeping tabs on investors.com. All right. Now that we've looked at that, let's take a look at the S&P 500. Similar here, inside day, off lows 
holding around the highs from early September and uh, maybe that 4,600 level, the next magnet uh, to the upside, Ed. And then, of course, on the downside, we do have this gap area that, again, the bulls are going to want to defend here. Yeah, so similar type of upside, downside. And uh, it's okay if we have a down day, but just want to protect those areas. Yes. Okay, quick look at the Dow. Here's blue chips getting above 35,000 in yesterday's session and holding above that level. Let's also take a look at IWM. This represents the Russell 2000 small cap index down uh, almost 1.3% today. And this comes after resistance at the 200-day line last week. So taking a look at the weekly chart here, it was a big week uh, last week for small caps. So seeing uh, it come in a little bit this week so far, not all too surprising. And of course, a big factor uh, overall, maybe not on a day-to-day -day basis, but on a, on a trending basis, is this interplay between treasury yields and what we're seeing in the equity market, Ed. So nothing too concerning here, would you say, with uh, the trend of the 10-year as of late? It's been a great trend for the stock market. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, nothing really moved today, last couple of days, but that's fine. And uh, yeah, so that's that's doing fine. Okay. Quickly breezing through some ETFs here before we get to individual names. Here's a look at QQQ after breaking out to highs for the year yesterday, down about six tenths of a percent today. Offloads also an inside day, still closing above that July high. Let's take a look at chips uh, down one and a half percent today, headed into this report, still holding above the July highs after breaking out last week. And IGV software, of course, all of these are, are going to have that uh, AI uh, kind of exposure, and we'll have to see what happens tomorrow. Uh, down just slightly here, the software sector, IGV down just one tenth of a percent. Let's go to some notable stocks like BKNG Ed down just a smidge today, looking like it's pretty quiet here as it forms the right side of a base. And now after today, a handle, I believe. Yeah, has a handle now. Probably won't show up on a chart because uh, the consolidations, we don't show that, but that's legitimate. So that makes it a little lower. Uh, you know, nice action. There was volume on the upside when, you know, on some of those days when it was moving higher in that area when there was earnings. Uh, and it's been decent in that front. Now it's drying up. Uh, earnings were pretty strong. I mean, it's slowing a little bit, but still solid growth. Uh, you know, really good estimates for this year and for next year. Um, you know, there are some travel names that are starting to pick up. Expedia, which hadn't been doing as well, as shot up. And there's some other names. There's some hotels. There's some other things. There's some cruises. So it's not just by itself. That's that's one of the always nice things about it. Uh, so um, again, I think that. There was a lot of growth stocks that went surging, 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 and you, you definitely wanted to take advantage of that. But maybe one thing is that a lot of those are extended. So one thing that you might be doing is looking for, you know, growth stocks or stocks that are outside of that AI space, you know, perhaps. And this is this has been act, this has been a leader in 2023, and maybe offering another opportunity. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. And here's another non-tech stock in the steel group, CRS, looking like it's trying to tighten up 
after a move higher earlier this month off of the 50-day line. So hitting resistance around 70 or so, it looks like here, Ed, but setting up as it continues a nice uptrend. Yeah, on a weekly chart, it has a base, you know, it shows up on you know, Market Smith. It might show up on a daily after today. I wasn't sure if I, I counted that just before the close, and we might be at the level where we'd have enough days. It's sort of forming what looks like a short cup with handle. It's not saying that. So maybe it seems like last week's high could be an early entry, even if it's not an official entry. That seems like a nice place where you could get into it. Uh, this has been doing well. It had a prior uptrend. It really held up very well during the correction that we had for three months. I mean, uh, did did quite well the RS line there, strong growth, uh, definitely leading in that whole steel area. Now that you're seeing some of the steel and commodity plays come up, most of those are coming way off of lows. This one, you know, yeah. it's consolidating near highs. So uh, definitely something to be considering here. Uh, you know, this is the specialty alloys group, which is a big part of, you know, that's that's actually a pretty leading group where a lot of the commodity groups or steel, steel iron metal groups aren't so high up. Yeah, a really nice uptrend uh, since last summer. So we'll have to see if it can continue. And we've got, I, I'll zoom out a little bit more just in case. Yeah, that all time high, <laughs> I dare to guess, from uh, end of 2007, just under 80. We'll have to see if that is the next level it can take out. But it's got to get over 70 first before it can get yeah. to 80. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Ed. MNSO retailer down on earnings today, I believe, was it, Ed? Down almost 10% in volume, still in this base formation, but uh, not the kind of earnings reaction we want to see. No, that was really disappointing because it looked like it had been setting up well, it had that prior uptrend. It had sort of been drying up, uh, you know, the volume in recent, you know, recent weeks. So that was fine. It looked like it was just poised. It just needed to go up a little bit more and there was an entry. And this is why you like, don't want to be buying just ahead of earnings usually. It's like, it looked like it was all, and the numbers were pretty good. It beat views. Oh, uh, look, the revenue growth is accelerating. So there was a lot of reasons. If this had gone up six, 7%, oh, like, you know, it'd have been, yeah, sure, why not? I mean, you know, but uh, so there was probably reasons for it, but you don't need to know why. You just like, if you got into this recently, probably wanted to be getting out. You might've been thinking about it even if you bought you know, say around 22 or 19, you know, maybe taking some partial profits. That's That was more of a judgment call at that point. You're right. This could set up again. We've seen some other stocks. They sell off on earnings and then a day or two later, it's like, you know what? Those are pretty good. Uh, but wait to see that because maybe, maybe instead people will say, no, there really is trouble here and it's going to keep falling. So, uh, you you know, just you know, wait for your opportunity. It hadn't quite offered a new buying opportunity and now you have to wait to see if if that's going to work later on. Mm -hmm. And elsewhere in retail, I just can't help myself, Ed. Sure. I, oh. I definitely have personal reasons to, to check in on this. I actually didn't know where it uh, it had closed, but I knew it, it was coming off lows. Wow, was that, that did great. Heading into the report. Uh, but Abercrombie here, A&F, for those who are, because we have this audio only, we, we're cool now, Ed. We're basically like a podcast too. So for our audio only listeners, we're looking at ANF closed up about 2.4% on the day volume after coming down to the 21 day line off almost 10% early on in the day. So a huge upside reversal for this stock continuing to flex its leadership muscles. It was kind of interesting because you were talking about the, the report itself and it seemed like it was a strong report, some nice guidance here. So really shaking off that weakness 
uh, in an impressive way here today, Ed. Yeah, and I was thinking, see, this is one thing I was thinking is that it had gapped up in the prior two earnings reports. So I was thinking, boy, is this because the beaten raise wasn't a big enough raise? And that's one of the things that's going to happen with maybe NVIDIA. They could yeah. do a beaten raise and you don't know. And you don't know if it bounces back. I mean, it found support at a perfect place, the 21-day line. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking maybe Abercrombie was losing its shirt and then you saw how good looking the models were without their shirt and it just rallied <laughs> up again. I don't know, but uh, it's... Uh, but, it, you know, really nice action. But it would have been tough because this was down sharply half mm -hmm. an hour into the trading day. This wasn't just the first minute of trading. So I, I it would have been understandable if somebody said, you know, I'm going to take some partial profits or I'm going to get right. out. I mean, that's sort of like it. So uh, but boy, it, it was a nice, nice action here. This is a real leader. And uh, that was very impressive. Yeah. I think it also just shows the power of getting those early entries because mm -hmm. I had bought at the 21 day line, even though uh, my gain had gotten eaten into <laughs> quite quite a bit uh, in the, the first you know, 30 minutes or, or an hour or so. It, like you said, it came right down to the 21 day line. So I said, I'm still up. I knew I was taking a risk holding into earnings. Let me just see how it closes today because Uber, a totally different stock, different industry, it was it opened down after earnings and reversed higher. So uh, especially when it's at a key level, I just decided if this closes below the 21 day line in that heavy volume at the lows of the day, I it looked like a, it, it would be a character change, uh, but it ended up getting some support there. Anyway, we spent an unnecessarily long amount of time on that, but, but uh, so we have enough. But we have enough time that we could go to Nvidia for a moment. Yes. Oh, yes, you did. You brought it over. So yeah, I was looking it up. Uh, earnings were strong, and they raised guidance, and it's down a little bit. We'll see. This could easily it beat comfortably um, both sides. Revenue tripled. Uh, they expect 20 billion in revenue, which is more than 2 billion above consensus for the coming quarter. So really strong years. Obviously, people were expecting strong numbers. This could go all over the place tonight, uh, tomorrow morning, and then the close. Yeah. So uh, we'll just have to see how that goes. Yeah, it'll be an interesting day. We also have to remind ourselves that for the month, the stock is already yeah. up, you know, <laughs> 20 two percent headed into the report for the month in the last couple of weeks so <laughs> could be a little bit of selling there. we'll have to see how tomorrow plays out it'll be interesting well thanks so much ed for breaking that down for us and thanks everyone for tuning in we will be back with more tomorrow morning on ibd live and you don't want to miss it we're going to have brian shannon on the show we'll get that earnings reaction for you for nvidia stocks on our watch list where we're at in the market, and so much more, investors.com slash Live For all the details on that, we will see you there, and we'll also see you right back here tomorrow at the close. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.